What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts podcast. It's your boy Lucky from Lucky's Muay Thai. Um, this is episode number 48. If you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, uh, tell a friend. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about Fury versus Wilder 3. Obviously, it's the only thing everybody else is talking about, so I might as well give my take. And also, my take might be weird compared to maybe everybody else's take. Um, but first, if you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. Um, if you want to stop by the gym, the glorious, illustrious, uh, Miami's finest, Lucky's Muay Thai, now's the time. Uh, for the rest of the month, October, we're giving you 25% off your first month if you join before the 31st, uh, including the 31st. Um, so hit us up, www.luckysmt.com, and uh, we'll have you in. If you like it, we'll sign you up. That's what we do. 25% off this month. Come by and see us. www.luckysmt.com. I'll see you soon. Okay, okay, okay. I guess we got to talk about Fury versus Wilder 3 now. Um, everybody's talking about it, but I'm going to give my take. And my take, like I said, might be a little bit different than everybody else's. It was a great fight. Was it one of the greatest fights? I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, what do we see? We saw Wilder get busy with the jab. He was working the jab with the body, which I love. Everybody that knows me knows I love that. Jab the body. Stabbing jab. Um, I always like to follow it up later, but he was doing that. And then he was working some, some like liver shots, some hooks to the body. He was doing some new things, which I really love. But he did the stabbing jab a lot in the first round, which was basically all that was done. There wasn't much happening. Second round, we got a little bit more busy. But by the third round, Tyson Fury's boxing had sort of done what it needed to do. He had landed this uppercut, right hand to the ear. Deontay Wilder goes down, but was able to, listen, man, credit to this dude's heart, which we'll talk about that later too. But he got up, he survived the round. We move on to the fourth round. Wilder now, in these clinches, has some success, which is kind of bizarre. Because he's not, that's not his game, right? His game is to clock you with that long shot from way out or even club you, but long, man. I think it's ten, a chance to travel a bit. Um, so they're t- in tight in these clinches and he's able to club Tyson Fury over the sort of the back of the head, back of the ear. Regardless, it was enough to knock him down twice in the round. Tyson Fury, again, was able to get up, move, clinch, do all those things that he needs to do in the bell ring in the fight you know, moves on to the fifth and sixth and so forth. After the fourth, where it, you know, there was some stuff landed over and, you know, back and forth. Tyson Fury landed, I think, a few more clean shots. He landed a hook early that I thought was like, all right, why didn't Wilder defend from that? I don't know. But I don't think it was close after that. So if you want my take, here's what I believe. After the fourth round, Deontay Wilder was there. He was outboxed consistently through the rest of the fight. He was outclinched, um, which for those that you don't of you that don't know, clinching is a part of boxing. It is a part of Muay Thai. It is a part of the game. It is a part of MMA. If you cannot clinch, you're, you might have a hard time with a person that can. You know, guys that like to get in tight and grab a hold of you. And they like to manipulate where you go. And that was what Tyson Fury was doing. And at the moments he wasn't clinching, 
he was throwing these shots and sometimes Deontay Wilder, a lot of times, would duck into or underneath Tyson Fury's arms or he would pull him. Listen, the man was masterful at the clinch. He was doing his best James Tony impersonation. If you don't know who James Tony is, I suggest you go watch highlights. Um, but he wasn't just masterful in his manipulation in the clinch and the wrestle, right? He's wrestling over the ropes. He was masterful in his boxing on the entry. He was masterful in the inside dirty boxing in the clinch. The entry stuff, people thought, you know, I'm reading stuff online. People are nuts, man. People were like, oh, it was, uh, it was sloppy. It was this and that. Go back and watch the fight. Watch the highlights because you know they slowed everything down. You get a better chance to see. This man was extremely accurate entering into the clinch. When, on the times he wasn't accurate, it was because Deontay Wilder was ducking underneath or he was attempting to, to swing back and it became a little sloppy because of that. But he would land these long shots on the walk, grab the clinch. He would work the body sometimes in the clinch. He would come back upstairs. He would work the uppercut in the clinch. Deontay Wilder, too, went to the body, tried the uppercut. He tried these things, but I think because these are new wrinkles to his game, he wasn't able to implement them, you know, over the long term, over the entire fight um, as a whole. And as I said, I don't think it was close after the fourth. I think Deontay's heart was big. I think the crowd held him up. I think that he was what a champion is supposed to be, but everything that he did, Fury did better. And not only that, Fury was able to do things differently that Deontay hadn't seen. You know, that working in the clinch, spinning people and working in and twisting and getting around corners, man, that stuff is difficult to do. And it's difficult to defend if you don't know what's going on. I think the, the knockout, I don't know, knockout in the ninth, is that what it was? The 10th, ninth? When it knocked down, when he turned the corner on Deontay and cracked him in the ear, like Deontay didn't know. He didn't know where he was. Listen, this man was extremely accurate. So let's not, let's not get it twisted. Yeah, there is some slop in there, but I think a lot of that stuff was on purpose. He was throwing things, you know, at times because he wasn't using the same feints he had been using prior. He was fainting, but not nearly as much. So he, he also would fling some things out there that weren't necessarily the most beautiful to enter into this clinch when he wanted to, but let's not be, um, uh, you know, let's not lie to ourselves. He hit Deontay Wilder clean on the ear, jaw, side of the head, temple throughout the fight, all the way from the first, or I'm sorry, from the second at least, through the 11th when he knocked him down and knocked him out. He was extremely accurate with that shot. I believe that Deontay Wilder was extremely hurt after the third. I think the next time he took that shot on the ear, which I'm not sure exactly when it was, it was probably later in the in the fifth because he capitalized very well in the third. I'm sorry, in the fourth. But I don't know that he was really there able to buy. Listen, there was shot. There was times after that knockdown in the ninth, he got up sling until the end of the round, but there wasn't anything on that. Those shots. He also broke his hand at some point, he broke his finger. So what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I'm back. I lost you there for a second. Mm. So what I'm saying was the fight was extremely entertaining. It was what people wanted to see. But it wasn't close. 
So for those of you out there that believe that that fight was close, um, I disagree. I think the third, uh, the fourth round when Tyson Fury got knocked down, it not only lit a fire under his ass because he changed his game plan a little bit. He began to play a lot more of that in tight, dirty boxing game like that I was speaking about. But as I said, those shots were not really clean shots. Maybe he took a little longer to just gather himself. I'm not saying he, his equilibrium wasn't off. He could have been finished in that round. But those aren't the shots that knock people out in the way that Deontay Wilder is known for knocking people out. The shot that he took in the first fight, those shots, those are the shots. He still rose and outboxed him the rest of the fight. But those shots in the, that he took in the fourth were not the, were not the same. Um, so for me, I, I kind of figured he was going to get up. Everything that happened after that, however, Deontay being able to manage to stay on those, those bird legs was pretty fucking amazing. His heart is tremendous. And for anybody that thinks he lost, they are crazy. He, he did, he lost the fight, but he didn't lose because his dream was to take care of his daughter who has spina bifida. And that was the whole point of him getting into boxing to begin with. And he's done way more than that as a human being. Um, and done far more than that as, you know, as a goal that he set. So this man deserves all the praise. Tyson Fury, however, he has the arsenal. Let me tell you how I knew Tyson Fury was going to win. Mike Tyson uh, tweeted, the eyes of the gods of war are upon you, Tyson Fury. That was his tweet that morning of the fight or the day before, maybe the, 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 the day of the fight. I knew that Tyson Fury felt exactly what Mike Tyson said. And I'm not saying that Deontay Wilder didn't. Again, my point is not that he didn't have heart. He did. His legs were tremendous. They stayed on his legs. But to me, if you go back and look, those, listen, man, the guy stands already stiff. He's stiff the whole time. Can he punch? Yeah, he's a strong dude. Don't throw in the towel. Let me go out on my shield. This is a Conor McGregor thing too, right? When he got beat by Floyd. Yo, man, what are you saying exactly? You know, what are you saying? People are like, some fighters will say that shit and they'll be like, yo, I, my kids are fine. Yes, but they're not going to be fine without you. They want you. Fuck all the accomplishments and money. They love all that, but they'd much rather have you. That's what the referee and your coaches are, and the doctors are there for. They're there to save us from ourselves. So anybody out there that's a fighter, we, I also, I, I understand where you, how you feel. Those, we would not do this if we didn't feel that way. For those that are listening, I'm sorry that that might be news to you, but we feel like whatever may, whatever happens will happen. If you watch Adesanya versus, oh my God, I don't remember. Oh, Kelvin Gastelum. He's standing in the corner saying, I'm ready, I'm willing to die. This is a, a common theme. This is not new. This is what we feel like. That's why there are referees, judges, doctors, et cetera, et cetera, whoever coaches there to save us from ourselves. Could they have stopped the fight earlier? Yeah. Would we have been as, as excited? I mean, I'm sure we all would have been like, man, that was a great fight. You know, Deontay got stopped again. I don't know, man. Is it worth it? The yin. Let's see if I can do this. The yin and yang of this, of these combat sports is so real. The light is beautiful. Winning 
uh, taking care of people, the love you get, all of those things are freaking amazing. The dark, it's the darkest because that dark can be fighters that are dealing with substance abuse and everything else outside of the ring that, or any kind of legal issues. The darkness can be, you know, promoters that book fights that shouldn't happen. We've seen a lot of that, the Evander Holyfield fight. A gentleman just died in uh, Bare Knuckle who may or may not should have been in there. I mean, I don't know. There's a darkness to this. The fans scream because they like to see the violence. But there's a pain involved that the fans don't know about. So fans, please respect these dudes. Obviously, Deontay Wilder's earned a ton of respect. But there are really people out there that talk nasty about people, that, that fight, that compete, that compete in combat. I don't know. I don't know what the end game is. I think everybody out there is giving whatever they have. Listen, some people have off nights. You don't even know what's going to happen under those lights. Some people have heart of steel. I mean, if you want to say, look, Tyson Fury took those shots and those were heavy, hard, hammering shots to his head, then okay. That man's got a heart of fucking steel. He was not to be denied that night. But so is Deontay Wilder. He has a heart of steel as well. His body, his heart was not to be denied. But sometimes, you know, it is what it is. Some dudes are just better. And uh, that man ended up asleep, at least for a moment. Great stoppage by the ref. Could have been stopped earlier. Which brings me to another, uh, you know, I didn't get to talk about this. I wrote it all out. You know, sometimes, just so you guys know, sometimes I write episodes and I just don't do them. I'm not feeling them. But Volkanovski Ortega, amazing fight, right? Volkanovski survived two, maybe three submission attempts. Um, a guillotine, you know, a triangle. There might have been some kind of darts or something. I don't even know. But enough things. He survived them. But he only took like 100, 100 strikes, something like that. Brian Ortega's face, head, and body did not survive those strikes. He survived the rounds. But he took 229 strikes, man. 229. I don't know, you know, I don't know what everybody else feels about stuff like that. I love that, you know, we are out there going, man, this is amazing. That It is their hardest Tremendous the way they keep going. Fuck, I love it, man. I love being in there. I love that stuff. That stuff is, I wish I was young again. But somebody's got to be out there to save us from ourselves, man. Sometimes these things aren't close and guys are just getting beat up, but it's not necessary. Volkanovski even said, and you can see for yourself, they're asking Brian Ortega questions. This dude's not even answering the right questions, whatever. And they're like, ah, man, he's all right. Send him back out there. All right. What's the end game? Anyway, I don't know. All I know is Tyson Fury versus um, Wilder 3 was an amazing fight. It could have been stopped earlier. We may not have had the amazing finish and all that, but um, it was a really great fight. I don't need to see it again. Wilder should take some time off. He has to learn to accept these losses. Losses suck. But the only way to get past them is to accept them. Listen, you might have some reasoning why, oh man, this happened or that happened. 
But that doesn't mean that you can't still accept. You have to go, man, look, this happened, that happened. Maybe I wasn't happy with his gloves. Maybe I wasn't happy with this. My suit was too heavy. But he went out there and did what he was supposed to do because my suit was too heavy. If I stub my toe on the way to the ring and my toe is broken and I don't want to tell nobody and this dude capitalizes on the fact that my toe is broken, I can't be like, yo, my toe was broken. I got to be like, yeah, man, I, I, I might. Somebody said my toe was broken. It was broken. But that dude did everything he was supposed to do. The guy's toe is broken. You got to take advantage of that. He came in the ring. He came in the cage. He came on the mat. He did whatever he was supposed to do. You sign the paper, you show up to fight. There are no excuses at the end unless there's just really some obvious nonsense going on, which sometimes there is. Shout out to all the combat sports warriors out there. Um, what an amazing fight. Again, Tyson Fury has the arsenal. I don't know what you do with that. We saw him fight long. We, we know he has a chin. He can get up. We saw him fight close. We know he can throw combinations. We know he can wrestle. We know he can dirty box. We know he can manipulate you. We know that he is a big motherfucker. He's 6'9 or something. Good luck fighting him. Good luck. The lineal champion. Um, and if you fight, man, like I said, shout out to you. If you're a fan, yo, just, just show respect, man. The nonsense. Oh, the things you all say. Ugh. Anyway, um, I love y'all. If you like the show, keep the like, hit the subscribe button, tell a friend. If you want to drop by the gym, hit us up, www.luckysmt.com. Come this month, get 25% off until October 31st. Um, looking forward to seeing you. Peace. I'm out. <laughs>